The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Hello and welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster and I am so excited about my guests today. Guests uh, today. I just came back from a family vacation in Vermont. So if I'm a little slow, hopefully I'll pick up the pace here as we go. Um, Laura Whiteley and Boyan Vanovac. Um, Vanovats. Vanovats. I was reading phonetically and not, yeah. You are Vanovas. Yes, yeah. you are one of us. Well, it's funny Vanavats. because it actually means outsider oh. in <laughs> Serbian. Like, so not I, one of I us. I think there's some history there where, like, they escaped from one place, came to another, and they were nicknamed the outsiders. Wow. So that's kind of... Or the Outlanders, whatever you want to, you know. Yeah. Outlanders and Outsiders, both yeah. cool yeah. Um, fiction products. Yeah. 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 But stay not gold, Highlander. Stay gold, Pony Boy. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a good movie. Um, anyways, so the both of you are um, members of Vano Projects and Vano Studios. And um, for people that haven't met you yet, Laura, I know you're from here. And um, Boyan, you're a transplant, but... Um, you're here, and I'm excited that you're both here. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, your history um, from being here, Laura, and what you're doing now? Yeah, so I started at HCC, and I knew I wanted to be in the creative world, so um, I made a commitment to myself that I would go in the creative world, but I didn't want to be a starving artist. Like, I wanted to do it, but actually do it for a career. So I went to HCC, started there, and then I transferred to UMass Amherst. I went to Eisenberg and I finished my degree in business management with a focus in art management. And I was very involved at the time in a lot of the entrepreneurial things on campus. So that was always a big draw for me. Um, so I didn't know at the time that I wanted to get into filmmaking and production and all of those types of things. I was... Um, from a pretty young age, I was 16 when I started modeling. And so while I was in college, I was already driving. I would do my classes in the morning and then I would drive to Boston to do my acting class. And then I had uh, my modeling agency out there. So I was already kind of back and forth and had my, you know, hands in a lot of pots and just sort of figuring out what I like to do. Um, and then I graduated and got a job in Boston and it was with a, a major soundstage there. So they had a lot of big productions coming in, a lot of big commercials. We worked with like the guys, the TB12 guys. I got to meet Tom Brady, which was really cool. <laughs> um, and so we always had big things coming in and I was managing their office. But just being in that environment and seeing everything that was like coming through the door, it was really exciting. And um, that's where me and Boyan met. So that we'll get to that. But but yeah, it was just sort of the perfect blend of business and creative. And then after stepping into production, I sort of, you know, got into all of the other parts, the acting and the, uh, you know, the rest of it. So I would just say I'm a <laughs> broad spectrum creative yeah. <laughs> with a background in business is sort of where I land. Yeah, I love that. And you're from the area, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm born and raised here. I went to school here and I actually... I, we always talk about this because Boyan's not from this area, but when we moved back, he was like, I really love it here. And 
coming, being here as a kid, you take it for granted. Totally. And I was like, oh, are you sure? Like, you really want to be, you know, in like a smaller town? Like I love after, it here. <laughs> after living in Boston and then we lived in New York together. Or he was in New York for a long time. And I was like, are you sure? But coming back as an adult and like rediscovering everything, it really is a hidden gem. Like yeah. there is so much here and it's just growing. Yeah. So yeah, we're really re- rediscover. I'm rediscovering it and he really loves it. So yeah, yeah, if only we didn't grow up here and we didn't have to do like the things that we have to do in order to appreciate right. the beauty. <laughs> right, right. right. You kind of have to leave and yeah. get away from yeah. it all to be like, like, you know, that actually wasn't that bad. I know. Mandatory <laughs> exodus. You I know? think it was good though. I'm really glad I lived in the city and, and had that experience in Boston and New York. But um, yeah, definitely, like, especially after 2020, like coming back and sort of resettling and being in nature and like having that community feel that's like where you can actually be close in it in a community. It's so different than the big cities. It is so And you so can different. see the ripples, right? right? I mean, that's the thing that I like about it is that you can go out in a day and feel like you're making an impact yes, and a difference yeah. and being able to have that like residual energy come back at you. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the biggest difference between the city is there is a much bigger sense of community here. Mm. Well, you're like, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, you know, like, we had like, those conversations all the time. <laughs> I mean, we would go for walks in the morning just around our little neighborhood in Astoria. And, and there was parts of the city that I absolutely loved. But then there was these moments that I was like, you know, should we try going to like a group thing? Like, do we sign up for like a church thing? Like, how do we get involved here? Like, there's, it's just so big. You never see the same faces, even in, you know, on the same street. You're, well, you're our, our street was really cool. Like I loved, you know, we had a lot of older people living in our street. And so we got to know them. And, but once you turn the corner and get away, it's like, yeah, it's just, everybody's just walking past you. Nobody cares about anything, you know, yeah, but in a rush. our street was <laughs> yeah. great. Like we, we made some yeah. good friends there. Yeah, but they, a lot of it's funny. A lot of our closest friends in New York were um, probably like seventy plus. <laughs> so our neighbor, we called him Tom the Weatherman. He was amazing. I hope he hears this someday. <laughs> oh, you should send it to yeah, him. Yeah, he was so fun. But yeah, it was it was definitely like we lived in a very quaint you know place. But then to build that sense of community, it just felt like you know even when you try one thing or you know involve yourself in different events and things that are going on it's like you're never seeing the same faces yeah and it, it's really hard to connect because people it's a very in and out city you know mm-hmm. people don't really go there to stay forever it it feels like a very in and out thing or people are going with the hopes of expanding and going here and going there and so it's it's tough to find that sense of like grounded community whereas here it's just like it's there and everyone's really we've found that everybody's really excited and um open with their support and time and energy because it's just like cool to see things come in and grow and you know support each other so that's been amazing for us well and we're kind of banking on you staying you know like we're like developing the relationship (laughs) for the long term we're not thinking that like you're gonna go we're thinking we're gonna like keep running into you a lot that could be greenfield savings bank new slogan (laughs) yeah banking on you staying banking (laughs) on you staying i love us. That's great. Like <laughs> Live all here. It'll be like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're here now. We're committed now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got I the love roots. it. I I love it. And you know, I think that you're totally right about just um, staying and embracing. And you know, for me, 
I'm surprised, you know, you mentioned the pandemic, that more people aren't um, coming here. I know that there are people coming mm. here, but especially with the, the political scene that's happening in the Supreme Court. Um, yeah. uh, you know, rulings that are coming down and things like that. I'm like waiting for the <laughs> for, influx. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, that housing market exploded. And I oh, think a yeah. lot of it had to do with people saying like, hey, you know, I'm going to leave my tiny little New York apartment right. and sell it for big bucks and yeah. go buy a really nice big house with a huge amount of land and right. the forest and rivers and things, you know. Yeah. So. Sometimes totally. I feel guilty. I'm like, oh, are people going to view us as those New Yorkers that are coming up? But yeah. then I'm like, well, she's from here. I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm safe. From, yeah, you're legit. <laughs> yeah. You're legit. You're married, yeah. married into it. You, yeah, you have yeah, your yeah, townie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're also really fortunate. Like, there's a lot of people that we've talked to and that we work with from New York who come up here, you know, for a job with us. And they're like, oh, my God, like, this is incredible. They're like, you guys are so lucky. And I'm like, we really are. And we're also really fortunate to have – I have a huge family <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> so um, I'm very fortunate that we were able to come up smoothly, whereas a lot of people can't make that transition because it's expensive to move yeah. and everything's inflated and all of that good stuff. So yeah, we were lucky, but um, I, I'm, I'm loving it and loving rediscovering it and he's happy. So I've made sure because <laughs> yeah. you never know. I mean, like when I'm, when I was young, you, like I said, you just take it for granted. So, yeah. So Boyan Vanovats. Tell us a little bit about your story. We got to hear from Laura and vis a vis you, but I would love to hear how you sure. ended up in My the chair. It's a little bit more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Some are. Uh, so, yeah, I came to America when I was seven, and it was during the midst of the whole Bosnia Civil War, that whole turmoil. And I, I think from a young age, I was always attracted to arts and film without. I was in love with it without knowing I was in love with it. But growing up in an immigrant family, that was not, that was like, oh, that's a toy. That's like a, have fun with it. It's a hobby, but we expect you to be a doctor, you know, or uh, engineer or something like that. That's, I think that's a very common thing among, amongst immigrants. And so I just sort of erased that from my mind, like, All right, I'm not going to pursue this. And it wasn't until I was 20 that I, you know, I had dropped out of physical therapy and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm this is, I was reminded about like the movies I would watch, like my favorite movie is Rocky. And I just remember being like eight years old saying, or, or thinking like, this is the first movie that made me feel like I wanted to cry. I wanted to live, like I wanted to fight. And I was like, I want to do this, you know? So that was like my entrance to, excuse me. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that was sort of my entry. Like, I'm going to do this and uh, give up. You're good. His cell no phone's going off, it. but that's okay. We can't hear it. Only you can feel yeah. it. Should we expose yeah. our clients who are calling us mid-interview? <laughs> they're really, if they're really <laughs> cool. I need to put airplane mode. Okay. We still don't know what you do yet, so that's yeah. the thing. It's still a mystery. We... So that's when I moved to Boston, started networking, and just went full force into earning clients and uh, I got my first management there and we did mainly we did a lot of music videos that was sort of the bread and butter that like is the easiest thing to get into when you're first starting out you can prove yourself that you can direct and create images and uh, tell stories uh, shortly after is when I moved to New York and started really being more and more on my own and then we had met a couple of years later yeah we actually met in Boston but you were already living in New York at the time right I was visiting because yeah. I had a much bigger network in Boston and 
my good friend Ruben was GM of Red Sky, which you mentioned, and that's how that yeah. happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, we were, I was working at the studio. He came in to do a project with my GM. And then somehow in the mist, he was like, hey, why don't you produce this? My GM. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I've never produced anything before, but I guess I'll try it. It sounds fun. <laughs> and he and Boyan was directing. So that's how we first met. And he always says that, like, he knew right away that I was, like, the one or whatever. <laughs> but all I remember about that day is being so terrified to mess up because I'd never produced anything before that I was like, I don't even know if I made eye contact. I think I was just so like I had all my paperwork out and I was like, okay, we can get this and we can get this location and we have this for budget. And focused. I was, like, I was just like focused yeah. and freaking out. Yeah. It, it, it was a blessing because I, we wouldn't have been able to do it without her. I mean, she, you know, I think Ruben got too busy and he was like, I can't do this, handed it off to her. And we were already struggling. We were like, we couldn't get this location. We didn't know what to do. And then she came in and within a day, literally like produced the whole thing. Everything was locked in. And I was like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> a little bit of an overachiever. So it was, I, I was definitely impressed. And, and then, you know, we executed and it was one of my favorite videos to this day that we have done. What and, is it? And we shot it here. Yeah, it was actually filmed entirely in... Well, not entirely, but majority in East Hampton. It was my introduction to Western Mass because I had never been so, here. So, yeah. What, it was a music video. What's the video for? The music video is for an artist named Millie's who is a Cambridge local. He's like a hip-hop artist, um, and it is called Strawberry Goya. Definitely on the more R-rated side, but check it out. It's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really, it's a very docu-style piece, so I think it shows off some of our filmmaking skills well, um, whereas some other mu music videos that we've done are just more like fun and poppy performance and, and performance-based. Yeah. So we were, we were proud of that one. It was a lot of it was a lot of fun to make. So, yeah. Nice. And, well, and we, that actually ties into the whole studio thing because how we met Mike Michon. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll hear more about it when we come yeah. back. Um, this is Tara Brewster. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. My guests today are Laura Whiteley and Boyan Vanavats of... Uh, Vano Studios and Vano Projects. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Boyan Vanovats and Laura Whiteley of Vano Studios, Vano Projects, and Small Sleeps Publishing. But before we get too involved in all those three things, um, let's talk about um, Vano Projects. We've been talking a little bit about the multimedia, the video, the film, how you all met, production, producing. What is Vano Projects in a nutshell? Tell us. So I think everything we do is sort of under the arts and entertainment umbrella. Uh, Vano Projects specifically produces films, commercials, music videos, branded content, anything motion picture, basically. That's, uh, I guess, the best way I can describe it. Because we do do so much. It's like it's not some companies specifically are, okay, we do just commercial or just music video. But we really do everything. Is, yeah. Do you have so. a favorite thing? Yeah. Film, do you have film, a thing film that, like yeah. narrative and documentary, yeah, a hundred percent. That is yeah. people tell us it's story. good to have a niche, and we say, I don't know, yeah, <laughs> like I just think maybe that not yet. It's 
we're so there's something so amazing about being able to do something different every day. And so far it's worked out for us. So we just keep going with it. So Vano Projects is is the service side of what we do. It's us actually putting out this content for other clients or our own films or um, branded clients, which was actually a thing that really took off during um, the, the, you know, the heart of the pandemic was people started sending us their products and then we would do video content to send back to them um, so that it was like a less contact thing. And, and we actually really loved doing that. It was a lot of fun. So we've been doing some more of that lately too. So yeah, it's really the, the heart of um, the, the production of the actual film content yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the motion picture content. So. so you met in Boston. Yes. And then you moved to New York and now you're here. So when did Vano start? Like when did you sort of see and have it actually come to fruition? I think then, so the name Vano Projects started like late 2017, but I like to say it was all functioning earlier, but then it really came together when Laura came into the picture because I, I think she brought so much to the table and her business background and everything. That's when it, I'd say, flourished, you know, before it was just me doing everything and struggling <laughs> to do it so yeah it's yeah I, yeah, I give her a lot of credit we met in I think September of 2018 and then um so that year's <laughs> I remember that year's tax return <laughs> but then 2019 is when the business really took off and we started um marketing ourselves as a production company team and we have um some other people that work with us regularly who are a huge part of that team so yeah I would say 2019 was like the 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 takeoff of Vano Projects. Yeah. And do you feel like the you were saying the pandemic kind of helped solidify some things? Like did it give you the same direction, a different direction? You know, is I think let's say a different direction in a good way. Honestly, yeah. like we can't complain about so we we had to pivot for sure, but it honestly helped us pivot in a direction that was more where we wanted to go. Um we had some of the greatest projects during that time. I mean, we got to work with Bon Jovi, which was like amazing. Um, we're halfway there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we were really blessed during COVID. We had, I mean, we had multiple Bon Jovi projects. We had. Were they music right. videos? Yeah. Yes. And, and music that, videos. that happened. Like, pause <laughs> okay. before you even talk about anything else. Okay, I need John to bon say Jovi, this. John Bon Jovi, can we so, talk about I this? I need to say uh, this because he won't credit himself. Okay. Bon, John, ooh, that's a tongue twister. John Bon. John Bon Jovi yeah. reached out to us yeah. directly, well, through our agency, but directly to us because he saw his way of shooting portraits of people on film and loved it. So I think that is so cool that he saw his style of shooting and was and like track you down. Yeah, like he like that's so cool that he was yeah, he just so saw it he and actually, was like that's what I want. He, he picked me before I even said it even talked to him and this is the funny part. The record label then reached out to her saying, "Hey, we have this director that's that John really yeah. likes. <laughs> we want you to produce this cuz we really like working with you guys cuz we worked with that label before." Yeah, they're and, like, you're so great at doing the And they the didn't say end. my name or nothing. They're like, yeah, we have this director that, you know, he wants and we want you to produce. And then the, the next day, my agent reaches out to me and says, hey, John Bon Jovi wants to call you. 
And then that evening he calls me, we talk and everything came together. And we're like, wait a minute, that's the same project that you. (laughs) So did you both get paid on it? Oh, yeah. yeah. We we produced the whole thing. They hired us as a company at that point. But it was just so funny that like one person reached out to me separately and was like, you're the person for this project. It's as if they didn't know that we like are with the same production company. But they didn't know. No, they didn't. Apparently not. It didn't click for them. Yeah. Wow. But it was really funny. And we were like, oh, yeah, that's convenient. Like, we'll be happy to do that together. Yeah. That was but, really that was that was a memorable moment. Um, yeah, it was a lot. But of yeah, fun. we had. I mean, between those cool projects, she published her children's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started like an art poster series. Uh, we got engaged. Uh, we moved here. <laughs> I fell in love with being here. So it was like, we had a lot of really great things. It was a really busy. Sure, there was some tragic <laughs> things. I had like some death in my family, and which was terrible. But from a business standpoint, we had a, an amazing couple of years during COVID, which yeah. really shifted, I think, our whole... Uh, well, I think it was coming here, too, because we, um, like, coming here allowed us to really refocus on the things that were the most important to us. And so instead of hustling around New York for music videos just to pay our rent, um, and, to, you know, I mean, like, our rent and food and everything was expensive, it was like coming here and sort of reevaluating our lifestyle, we were able to really focus on things that were important to us, like script writing, like we were doing a lot more of that and being able to really make that pivot into telling our stories and making our films than just doing the client work. And we love all our clients and we love client work, but it was, it was that step that we really needed to start doing the fulfilling things for us, which was huge. So very fortunate for that. Yeah, and it sounds like you are doing a lot of things on this, not on the side, but in addition to, you know, your your client based yeah. work or your production work that is fulfilling and and filling your souls. So, um, we have to take another break. But you've sure. been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Boyan Vanovats and Laura Whiteley. Um, and we should also talk about your dad too. Don't let me forget, because he would be so happy <laughs> <laughs> talking about your dad. Um, from Vano Projects, Vano Studios, and Small Sleeps Publishing. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Boyan Vanavats and Laura Whiteley. And I always love the magic that happens, not when we're recording, but we just talked about so much stuff. Monty's like, okay, can we please roll tape? Like, come on, you guys, let's do this. Um... But I just, I feel like we need to talk about your dad really quick before we, we go on because um, you come from an entrepreneurial family. I do. And um, Boyan, I don't know if, if you do. I know you were talking about, you know, how your family was pushing you to be um, all of these big, mm, big role opposite, uh, positions. Opposite. Yeah. So, Laura, I don't know if if you kind of went to UMass and thought business and HCC because of your dad, or I mean, he's celebrating fifty years. In Who business? is your dad? That everybody but <laughs> so, that's listening might not know. My dad is Dan Whiteley. Yes, they're celebrating fifty years in business. Um, so that's really exciting. His, his dad. I mean, what's your dad's business? He is an electrician, so Whiteley Electric, East Hampton, Mass. Shout out! It's actually my dad's birthday tomorrow, and I think he's. 
I actually, sorry, Dad. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't know the exact number. I forget. I just go with I, the lower I, number. The business was fifty, and he was turning fifty-two. Oh, I think yeah. that's like his. Yeah, we can play it off. Like yeah, that. he's perfect. like everybody's fifty. <laughs> everybody's fifty. So, um, yeah. Well, his dad uh, started the business, and and then he took over, and they're both very entrepreneurial, innovative people. So I think being around that is definitely. Um, you know, motivating. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I was like, dad, I'm just going to take the business over from you. Like when, when you get older. And he was like, well, <laughs> he was always very supportive of, supportive of, um, why don't you go do what you want to do <laughs> and figure out what you love. And, um, you know, he, he always told me, don't worry about the money. Now you're young enough. Just do what, what you're attracted to and what you're interested in first. And you can always fall back on something else. And so I, you know, like to have, that support and that, you know, motivation as a, as a young person, I think that definitely was helpful. Um, I feel really lucky that my parents are both supportive of what I do because obviously that's not the case for everybody. Um, you know, there's definitely been those moments where we're like in New York with zero dollars in the bank account and, and, you know, like my mom would call and just be like, are you guys good? You know, like she's a worried mom. Like, so when you're in an entrepreneurial industry and, and doing these things, like they got nervous, like they would check in and want to make sure I was good. But, um, but they always supported it. And at the end of the day, they're like, we just want you to be happy and do, you know, it's, I think it's really cool that we get to do what we love, even when it's not easy. Um, so yeah, I always had that support from them, from both of them. And, um, I, I admire the innovativeness that they actually both of them have. So, yeah, yeah, 50 years. It makes me real old that your dad is 50. <laughs> like, I could practically be your dad. Yeah. How yeah. old are you, Monty? Same age as you. <laughs> 43? I'm 44. I don't feel old. You're old. I'm not old. This I, is proof positive. No, These it's not. Right are you kidding me? I feel like I'm at that age now where I'm not like a teen. I'm still very young, but I'm like, oh my God, like I'm 26. So I'm kind of like, oh, I like my cousins are getting so much older and they're like driving and stuff now. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> this is what it feels like. <laughs> Just you wait. Yeah. And there are listeners listening right now that are saying to me. They're like, Just oh my you God, yeah. you're like yeah. a, uh, still a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I always had the, the, inspiration in the you know innovative family and I think that that's it's a really cool thing to, it's also like really cool that they were able to help us with this whole venture so we opened Vano Studios in East Hampton um in June so it's a very Which new baby so beautiful <laughs> by the way Thank I went to you. your open house and the studio space is gorgeous and, and you, you danced on the psych wall <laughs> I did I yeah. did yeah um, for everyone that's listening, tell us what the wall is. So I'm sure a lot of people don't know. So the cyclorama wall is, I guess the best way to describe it, it's an infinity wall. So I think for a photographer or somebody doing video, it's the best way to sort of get that seamless, you know, like you're in an empty, never-ending space. Um the reference I always use is like when you see those bank commercials, like Progressive, they always shoot in those types of, you know, very open feelings, uh, studio sets. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, this was. Uh, it's a like very... a white wall, right? It's yeah, just like a, a never-ending wall <laughs> never of white ending. that yeah. you can't really tell where it, where it ends. I mean, you can walk onto the floor; it's it's paint, mm-hmm. but spatially, you are sort of out yeah. of yeah. Touch yeah, a lot with of people say it gives them vertigo. Where the end is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I uh, it was great when you were projecting colors and things on the wall, but I really wanted like this, like kind of seascape, horizon, yeah. ocean uh, visualization, and like just sit there and try and meditate for a while. I think that so. Would that's be like the most amazing part of it is that it's so it gives you a literal blank slate. It's like you could project ocean scenes on the backdrop. You can change the colors. You could project like, you know, I don't know, weird geo shapes just to have a backdrop. Um, You can go green screen. So the space itself is a 15... Thousand wait fifteen hundred sorry numbers I wish it was fifteen thousand <laughs> numbers no it's good it's yeah fifteen hundred square foot um, space and the psych is in its own sort of room and then we have the lounge and the kitchen so there's always coffee and you know it's nice to just hang out popcorn I think, machine duh oh yeah <laughs> um, and then duh. one of the things that we're most excited for about the actual studio space is the grid lighting system which is how we project all of that light. Um, And I think everybody who's been there so far has been, like, really excited about it because you don't have to have all the stands on the ground. For photographers and filmmakers, you know how moving all of the stands around and and change. And you can still light that way if you want to, but having the grid lighting on the ceiling, which thanks to Whiteley Electric for installing for us. (laughs) um, Yeah. It eliminates some of the clutter and you just feel a little bit more of a cleaner space to work out of. You Gives know? you more more freedom to move around, too. So Where in East Hampton is the studio space? Three Ferry Street. Yeah, so we're at the new Ferry Street building right across from the beautiful new fountains. So jelly. Yeah, it's yeah, such a gorgeous amazing, space. Amazing view. And we're so and it's lucky. It's only getting better. Yeah, we're so lucky, too, that um, we were able to connect with Mike Michon, who is such a progressive, like, innovative person. Um, you know, we have this, the Polish roots, so we connected on that level. And back in 2018, we actually met him and shot the Millie's music video at that space before it was renovated. So when it was still just like a falling apart building, we shot the music video we there. We set a fire. We burned we, a motorcycle. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that there, and then that's how we met Mike. So this is really full circle that now our studio is at the same location where him and I did our first project together. So, I love that. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Mike is such a good person. Salt of the earth, and he owns um, yeah. Mill 180. Yep. And then jumped over and did that project and is completely reinvigorating East Hampton. Totally. And that's like the new downtown hub, I feel like. Yeah, I'm really excited to see where done. it goes. I, we're, we're really, you know, <clears throat> looking forward to growing with the whole complex there. I think that he's just got such a vision for it, and it's already like flourished so much so we're excited to be a part of that yeah i'm excited for the maybe like dinghy rowboats yeah across from you guys i hope that you get like the ss fano just saying (laughs) i'll come and captain the ship if you want me to take out perfect (laughs) see see list celebrities i don't care is rowboats really one of the plants um, yeah, like, are what are those ones that you paddle, paddle boat? Paddle like, boats. with the feet? Well, I, think I, already, I already see those. Yeah, yeah those are out those. there. Oh, are those <laughs> no, that, across I see the them street? There, yeah. Oh, I see them I over on Nashawanic. Yeah, there's right, valley, there's valley know, paddler. Seen, the other day I saw it yeah. on where the water Oh, I wonder if people paddle huh. over. Yeah, maybe. 
don't know if you can I think get people there are from like, there. That pond has come a long way. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> like, I think you would have to go through the riverside thing, maybe. maybe. I don't I know. have no idea, but anyway. I've seen them. Yeah. But anyways, everyone come check it out for yourself. Yeah. It's a beautiful location. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I think and, and we it's are, just getting better. Is this confirmed that we, in Hampshire County, were the first cyclorama wall? Yeah, that's the other thing. So we are, um, there's a few others in, I think, Hamden County, but we're the first psych studio in Hampshire County. So. And why is it called psych again? It's cyclorama. It's just, so, it's a, also called an infinity wall. I don't know, psych, maybe because it feels like you're in a psych ward I when you stare at it too like, long. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The curve? The curve. Yeah. Yeah, I ah. feel like, isn't it in um, skateboarding? Yeah. It's like it's the... similar, like the, yeah. Skate right? ramp. That's what everybody... Yeah. Kind of, okay. Yeah. yeah. See? 43, I still got it. <laughs> Unfortunately, no skateboarding in our studio. Me and the kids. <laughs> anyway, um, we've hit our third break. We have to um, pause for a minute, and we'll be right back. This is Tara Brewster, and you're listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm here today with Laura Whiteley and Boyan Vanavats of Vano Projects, Vano Studios, and Small Sleeps Publishing. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Boyan Vanavats, which I'm going to have a wand later and cast spells on people and say, Vanavats, <laughs> on you, on you, on you, on you. Um, and Laura Whiteley of Vano Projects, Vano Studios, and Small Sleeps Publishing. Before we talk too much about... Uh, what you're working on currently, new shoes and Dunsworth, are two words that I heard during the break. Um, what is Small Sleeps Publishing? Small Sleeps, ooh, tongue twister. <laughs> Small Sleeps Publishing is an indie publishing company. Um, it started with a book I wrote during 2020 called Today I Am a Lion. And um, I'm currently working with Deb Hamill, a former... Um, associate here and she is we're publishing her um, series called daddy's hunting series and she's got a lot of of other works on the way so that's in progress and then um, for the fall we have a really exciting one which I'm not going to give away yet but it's a a friend of mine from Boston who's an incredible comic and that's going to be in the works too so I love it I love all the different like tendrils that are flying um, (laughs) that allow you to be creative and awesome and connect with new people. And, you know, I think that's part about being a small business owner is, you know, just like making all these things happen in these different places because you never know where the next deal will come from, even though it might be from this publishing, it might connect you to a video or a movie. Right. Um, Yeah. We meet so many interesting people. And then sometimes years later, somebody will come, it will come back in some way where it's like, oh, we worked with them on that project. That was cool. And like now there's some other connection that takes us somewhere else. So yeah, it's a fun part of what we do. <laughs> yeah. And so you're here, you're committing, you're all in. You want to keep doing more things here. So on the horizon, you have some projects yes. maybe this year. Do you want to talk we about? We want to bring it's... major films to air, this area. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the goal. Yeah. Um, and it's Which I happen. feel like we haven't had any for a little while. We've had it's some. It's been a minute. Yeah. 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 There, so there's, there's stuff close there's by. There's stuff like, coming yeah. close it's by. But yeah. We want to like. Well, Shelburne yeah. Falls gets a lot. Yeah, I feel like some high-profile TV lately. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Dexter and Shelburne Falls last yep. summer. Yeah, yeah. 
Shelburne Falls. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so last year we did um, our first, but why don't you talk about it? Yeah, talk yeah. about new shoes. We, so we filmed new shoes in Northampton, Holyoke, and East Hampton. It is a short film that we did with my good friend Tommy Kane. It's based on his life story as it's basically in the eyes of this young boy who is dealing with the adversities of uh, living with a drug, drug addicted mother. Um, who's also a prostitute and all, but you know, it's, it's kind of a mess, but we really wanted to sort of humanize these, uh, these people. And I don't want to give too much away about it. I don't, mm. uh, but we are currently running the festival circuits and we're hoping for September to fall for first screenings. Um, is it going to be shown at Amher cinema at some point? Maybe. Yeah. I think yeah, once we do the Academy. Some of, yeah. Once we do some of the, our goals for the festivals, like potentially Nashville Film Festival and some of those other ones, we're probably going to put it everywhere. You know, we'll do a local one. And it would just be we'll cool to actually Maine. go and yeah. like. Yeah. I would love to like do a, like multiple something. local screens yeah. because people might see locations that they recognize. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a, it was a heavy one, but I think it was something that we felt. When, once we heard his story, and it was something that he had um, started writing a book, and we pulled a chapter from the book to to do the film. It just was something that, like, we really felt as a society, we tend to demonize the individual who ends up in those situations instead of really looking at, okay, well, how what are the things that led them to that place? And using the child's perspective to show that lifestyle is a way that we found really humanizes the people. And it was funny, even during the casting process of casting the mother, um, we got a lot of auditions that were just these really aggressive, like, you know, playing very, um, you know, like they were drunk or something or, or really angry. And yeah. we watched all of them and we were just like, there's no love there. Like, where's the love? Like, these are still people that love, like, she still loves her son and she still has all of these other emotions yeah, and how thunder. do we show that human side and not just the pro the you know the addictive side usually you don't even know when somebody's an addict you know they're functioning you might bump into somebody at the grocery store and it's you don't know what's going There's on a lot in their of life like that yeah. so that was sort of how we portrayed and Laura actually played the mother which was did. she did a, a brilliant job and shout out to Jacob Moran who was an incredible who, he's not very little anymore. I he's feel like not he, in little. a year he grew so much, but he's actually incredible. He's, and he was just in that new Ethan Hawke movie, black, uh, the Black, uh, black Phone black film. Black yeah, he's he's going, he's blowing up right now. So shout out Jacob. Yeah, he's, my fake he was son. awesome. And uh, do you know yeah. him from around here? Or was no, he he's a from cast? Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we he was one of we 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 casted a fairly decent net, and we got really lucky with him. It ultimately, was, with, with casting in general, it always comes down to, um, you know, we had to look related. And so there might have been people who were really great, but then you have to consider, well, who's playing that part that they have to look like sisters or, or parent to, you know, child. And that's that's why I always tell people, if you're going into the acting or modeling industry, don't take anything personal because you might have been amazing, but just have the wrong color eyes. Like, it's really like you can't take it personal. It's just part of the industry. <laughs> you can't take anything. <laughs> Although even with eyes now, you could <laughs> just so use hard. those contacts. But yeah. 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 So that was, uh, that is new shoes. And we're hoping to announce some screening dates really soon. And um, 
Yeah, right now we're in pre-production for... Uh, Something a little more lighthearted. Yeah, it's the complete Comedy. opposite tone of New Shoes. It's a film pilot called Dunsworth. It is about a young princess in 18th century England who is rebelling against her parents' wishes for her to marry a prince. Um, so it's definitely a comedic drama, uh, totally different tone. There's like pinks and... and <laughs> The wardrobe is really exciting. So, um, pinks, horses, castles. Yeah, that's I all going to be filmed. Are you filming that around here? We don't have any castles. Oh, uh, we're going to make we one. Can, we can do movie magic. That's oh, the nice. that's the beauty of it. So, um, the wall. We actually did find a castle location, but I'm not even going to say where it is yet. <laughs> um, so we are filming here. We're it. There's one location in Connecticut, and then the rest is in Southampton, East Hampton. So. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love the lighthearted stuff. I feel like there's too much of like the dark. Yeah. There's a lot of the heavy happening. But it all has to be talked about. Yeah, it does. It's a balance. Yeah. It's like as creatives, I think we have that need to express our stories. But then at the same time, yeah, moments like this next film we're working on, I'm just so excited to like have a ton of fun with it and let it be this really light thing. It's good to have both. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is good to have both. Just dip your toes into each. Yeah. You made me think of that, um, like free to be me story. I don't know. It was like of the the dad who is forcing his daughter to marry the person who runs the race and who wins the mm. race, and then she ends up and r- running in the race too, and she ties with the winner, and they become best friends. And yeah. Cute. Anyway, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So fun. We're excited for that one. Yeah. It'll be fun. That's good. That'll be yeah. so fun. Um, so, you know, any last thoughts for either of you that you want to say before we wrap it up? I feel like this has been awesome and I I love the fact that you're here and you're committing and you're all in and yeah, I feel like we could hang out here all day. I know. I have like a hundred people that I want to well, ask if you know to help that's you connect. That's what I yeah, said. So, that's yeah. what I said. They everyone walked know, in together, right. and I was like, "Oh, you all are gonna be like the best time just flies you by." You know, here. there's not enough time to talk about everything, but there's not. I don't know. And then you're a powerhouse. I feel like we should interview you. I know. <laughs> we got to switch the tables yeah, next I'll, time. I'll come into your studio, yeah. and we can have. I feel some like there's fun a lot we don't know way. about you. So. Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just really excited. I think that um, going forward. There's just so much potential here. So we're really looking forward to being able to be at the studio, host some really awesome create local creatives, you know, bring some other creatives in from the outskirts in Boston and New York and show them what the Valley has to offer. And then really just being able to also work on our stuff and, and get our passion projects out there. So, yeah, it's all good things. So good. Well, thank you both for being here. Um, this is Tara Brewster. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. And my guests today were Boyan Vanovats and Laura Whiteley of Vano Projects, Vano Studios, and Small Sleeps Publishing. Be sure to check them out. They're on Ferry Street in East Hampton and definitely worth your time um, and support. Thank you so much. Thank you.